When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is James Mercer from The Shins. This is Shirley Manson. This is Low Tallest, co-founder of The Cure. This is Huey Lewis giving you the story behind the song. The story behind the song is back with an exciting second season. We peel back the layers on music's most iconic hits with legendary artists like The Killers, Heart, The B-52s, Violent Femmes, Jewel, Huey Lewis, Modern English, and more. To keep the music flowing, we'll be sprinkling in classic episodes from our archives between each new one. So check out the story behind the song wherever you get your podcast. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. You know the thing about painted, you know the thing about painted shield? Punctual. Consequence Podcast Network. Hey, welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with. It's the interview series presented by WFPK at WFPK.org, Consequence, and the Consequence Podcast Network. Thanks, as always, for making your way here. Checking out the episode. I put out three new interviews every single week, a new one every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So if this is your type of thing, hit that subscribe button. You can do it at iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast, Podchaser, NPR, YouTube for the video versions, anywhere you get your podcast from. Subscribe to Kyle Meredith with Keep Up with all of your favorite artists and discover some new ones as well. I'm Kyle Meredith today talking with Stone Gossard, one of my all-time musical heroes, the Pearl Jam guitarist. Uh, in fact, this time we're talking about the second Painted Shield album, which comes out just a year, about a year, I guess, after the uh, the debut album from the band Mason Jennings, Brittany Davis, Matt Chamberlain, and Stone. We're going to be talking about further exploring their sonic palette. Also discussing developing into a multiple vocalist group, uh, how the song Fourth of July unfortunately arrives while the war world is on uh, the brink of a war, and the comparisons to Stone's other offshoot, Brad. And on that subject... We're told that, yes, there is another Brad album in the works. I, I suppose it's going to be the final album. It takes uh, some demos and lost vocal takes from the late Sean Smith, and it could come out later this year. From there, of course, the attention is going to be turned to Pearl Jam, who recently announced their finally rescheduled Gigaton tour dates. Gigaton came out in 2020. They have not been able to properly tour this album as of yet for all of the obvious reasons. Uh, we're going to be talking about relearning the new tracks for it the third time. Uh, the possibility of a Lost Dogs Part 2. This is their uh, B-Size record that came out about 20 years ago. And wanting to make looser uh, records at a quicker pace. And yes, confirming what you're wondering, that they have started working on another album. Let's do it. Talking about Painted Shield 2, it's Kyle Meredith with Stone Gossard. What's up, Kyle? It's great to see you again. Uh, and this time we get to, amongst the several things, we get to talk about a new Painted Shield album already. Uh, number two is here. You guys didn't waste any time going into this one, huh? You know, we ended up kind of, you know, as we kind of got into our, our, our flow for the first record, we ended up really kind of stumbling onto uh, a whole uh, another avenue of songwriting, which was, um, you know, Matt Chamberlain became a, a real force 
uh, in songwriting and developed a bunch of the ideas on this on this new record and um, and Brittany Davis, too. So um, everyone's writing. And, you know, honestly, we have a, another batch that's uh, probably close to Painted Shield 3. So um, and this was, you know, it's it, it comes in fits and starts so you know one week all of a sudden everyone will be like oh i threw some more things in the dropbox and and mason has just been um voracious and uh he, he's been you know we've all been home a lot so he's he's got his little studio set up so he's been throwing stuff on and, and britney has got her studio set up and matt's got a full you know drum studio down in los angeles so everyone is um everyone is just kind of excited about the combination of personalities in this band and 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 really like crazily true collaboration because we're we're continuing to kind of jump around everyone's writing everyone's getting a chance to uh develop uh whole ideas so it's it's really fun it's really fun to watch too i mean you know Take you, for instance, being in a band for 30 years, it's not per se that a new album isn't exciting. I'm, I'm sure it is to a, a certain degree, but but this really seems like, you know, the bunch of kids who got together and, and now they've created a band and, and now they get to do all this music again. Like uh, that's that's got to be something. I don't know. It's just got to obviously got to be something fun to get, you know, further into your career and still be able to find that feeling. I'm still I'm trying to keep that the theme of my life and I and I, I managed to do it so far and I'm you know I'm always worried that it's about to all end but um you know the same holds true for Pearl Jam I mean I think when you've been in a, a band the 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 you know the bar gets set higher and higher um you know because you have had these collaborations so then it's like new can you do it again in a new way can you you know recreate it where painted shield is just kind of getting to know each other so there's a lot of you have a lot of range still but um you know pearl jam still i mean the, we still have the fire we still i still want to make the definitive you know you know post 20 21st century pearl jam records so um I'm, I'm still dreaming about what's next for that well we'll get we'll get to that little band here in just a little bit too as well because we big announcement was made uh, today but but on this painted shield, one of the first things I noticed was the sonic adventures, especially on those first two tracks, you know, seem like you guys are already pushing far beyond where you left us off on, on the first record. Um, where like maybe that's what you're talking about with like Matt Chamberlain and all that stuff. Exactly. But where are you coming from with these riffs and everything, these sounds? Where 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 did these just come from? That that's that's literally from Matt Chamberlain. Um, he's he's developing um, ideas like a synth a synth bass part and and some drums over it, and he'll just send us this track. And and here's the thing about Matty's, you know, he's such a sought after session guy, such a incredibly great feel. I mean, he he can you know come in and learn you know whole set lists of material and you know in a, in the hour it takes to fly to wherever you are so he's he's one of those consummate professionals but but really he writes like a songwriter and and when he plays when he when he gets a uh, a little synth part and he and he puts drums on it he creates these very song-like patterns where it has this tension and release it has these sort of sections it it it, it builds it has an arc to it and uh, he's an incredible songwriter. And I think that we're so lucky that we're able to uh, kind of get in on the ground floor of Matt's, you know, sort of explosion into, into being a writer or, or, or really, I mean, he has been writing for a while, but really to, 
to um, reap the benefits of all the work that he's put in. Um, so um, we're going to keep following that. But a lot of that atmospheric stuff and the way the drums sound and kind of all of that sort of space, that's that's really him kind of developing it. And then um, he's sort of Mason kind of overlaying this sort of storytelling aspect of it and the, and the melodies over the top and then you know really giving tons of room to Brittany and myself I mean I think Brittany harmonizes with Mason almost on everything so it's really their voices together now that's kind of becoming this kind of thing and I, I keep going back to the idea of like really wanting to nurture that as well and almost in like the sense of when you think about X and you always think about John Doe and Xene's voices it's it's one sound it mm -hmm. kind of ends up being this like such a unique uh, characteristic and I I think Painted Shield has a, a chance to kind of have that that dual sort of harmonic um, kind of thing that that is so it just adds to its uniqueness and it's you know and I think anytime that Brit is adding in their voice it's just so soulful and so um, it, it the, the the harmonic choices they make are just so interesting so it's really it's really cool. Yeah, and, and having Brittany take the lead now, uh, Life in Rewind um, being one of the big standouts here. Yeah. It's like, I wonder like how much does that change the idea of what Painted Shield gets to be now? Because in, when you think of that traditional sense, the way we were introduced to Painted Shield, of course, was just Mason, you know, as the, as the front person there. But now I guess it does get to become, or do you see both of them as the, the, the lead vocalist? Do you start taking a, a turn as a lead in the future? Like, how does this work? You know, it's, it, they are both real singers and, you know, I think that they come from different places and they ha both have really strong um, uh, elements that they're bringing to it. But I think we're in that phase right now. It's this, it's this sort of adage of uh, how many balls can you keep in the air at the same time without, you know, dropping them. And I, I think that we're really, um i i'm trying we're i think as a band we're really trying to again be open to renewing at any point like well kind of what what do we have and like what's great instead of you know bands fall into patterns and they want to like okay well then this is my role and this is and i think that that can be really good but it but it also there's there's opportunities i think when you are um uh when you keep uh, opening the door to new possibilities. Brit is a formidable singer and songwriter, and we'd be fools not to uh, incorporate their whole uh, thing as much as as much as they want to share with us um, into our soup because it's only going to make our soup more interesting and more you know cool. And I think if we have a superpower, it's it's our openness to sharing because I think that's maybe one of the most difficult things to do as artists and as as band members is is creating an identity and uh and and songs where you have to make choices about all those things that go into a song um and remain open to really wanting input from kind of all around and I think it's, you know, it's difficult and it can be messy and it can be sometimes unsuccessful. But I think when it is successful, you start to get into that, you know, some of that, some of your favorite bands you've ever, you know, sort of, um, you know, you think about bands like, you know, the Beatles and you think the reason why the Beatles are so great is Paul McCartney's 
fucking genius. He's incredible, of course. John Lennon, oh my God, everybody in that band is amazing. But it really is when you watch that movie and you see him sharing and, and interacting with each other, there's there's not a, you know, uh, that's not a, that's not a, you know, that, that's a difficult thing to achieve. And it's a difficult thing to maintain. You know, it's, it's very easy to kind of everyone go home and write a bunch of songs by themselves and go, here's my song and here's how it goes, you know, and, and it's, th that is cool too. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of, there's a lot of good things that can come out of really strong individual efforts. But I think that's the excitement about Painted Shield. I think that is probably one of the biggest things that is, is sort of driving it is that, we don't know where it's going and it's so interesting to have something where it's just pure like uh, we you know it could be anything so you want to be a rock and roll star no well how about a podcast star well as it turns out there's a new all-in-one platform just for you it's called anchor and it's the easiest way to make a podcast and check this out it's free there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And then Anchor will distribute the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify and Apple Podcast and, you know, everywhere else in, uh, in podcast land. And what's even better, you can actually make money from your podcast. Go figure. Uh, no minimum listenership on that. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go ahead. Download the free Anchor app right now or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what are you waiting for? Podcast stardom is within your reach. And you, and you get so many different sounds. I mean, I talked about those first two tracks and then you get to Life and Rewind and that's a very different sound. And, and those kind of, it, it's funny that, you know, this all comes within the last couple of years of you relaunching Loose Groove because it reminds me of what you all were doing when you first started that. I grabbed, um, I guess I grabbed both versions of it, but uh you know, the, this little soundtrack meant the world to me, the Chicago Cavs soundtrack. I, I have two versions of it. It meant so much to me. But it it's because of that, you know, like being introduced to so many different sounds, what you all were doing back then, I feel like I'm starting to hear that in album form now from yeah. what you're doing with Painted Shield. I, I mean, Loose Groove is really an extension of, you know, my relationship with Regan and now with Billie Jean working with us. It, it really is this sort of we're, we're gathering uh, threads that we lost a while ago and we're just we're still pulling on them and we're still um, still excited about the same kinds of things. We're still excited about the same themes, um, but I think um, even more sort of cherishing the moment and, and really being like um, uh, just uh just feeling very fortunate to kind of have these moments so everything is uh we have a lot of energy for it because it's it's so precious you know you don't you don't get to go back to your childhood you know sometimes there's a lot of people that that don't allow themselves that and um and it's 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 a real it's a blessing for sure We'll get into some of these songs too and, and actually I'll, I'll jump around a little bit with two projects of yours painted shield and brad which i got a couple of the uh, the cds over my shoulder here the first time I heard Dead Man's Dream, that was one of the first times within Painted Shield that I sort of recalled Brad. I think what yeah. Britney's doing in the background sounded oh, yeah. like Sean Smith to me yeah, yeah. In, in getting that. And and then looking back, uh, Interiors, which is one of my all-time favorite. I, I love that record as much as I love any Pearl Jam record. I think it's wow, incredible. Awesome. And hearing what you were doing musically back then, which seemed to like you were leaning into a little bit more of a pop rock thing than maybe you had done in Pearl Jam in recent years at that time. 
you know, and that, that kind of led into some other things, but I'm hearing that from you too. I don't know if you can put a, a pin on it, I put a marker on it, but, but do you hear the relationship between the two bands and what you're doing musically on the guitar on, on this round? Well, I mean, I think Dead Man's Dream is it's obviously it's kind of a little bit more boogie woogie than Pearl Jam kind of generally goes for, you know, in general, like that's something that comes pretty natural to me. And it's like it's not it's not the it's not the creme de la creme for for Ed in terms of like what he's attracted to or sort of where he connects. Um, usually he connects to these weird, you know, things that I throw together that are like almost like mismatches but um you think about evolution or something like that it's like this it's got to have some uh, angularity to it and some like um it's got to be a little noisier and uh not so sexy <laughs> but uh so it makes sense that that dead man's dream that's that's a riff i would have played for brad for sure and i in fact you know i i'm i did play that 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 was a brad riff at one point we never finished but um it was it was thrown into the the pile so um it, that it makes, makes sense. sense there we yeah. go yeah yeah Boy. that that record i mentioned is 25th and and i got welcome to discovery park over here which is also the 20th of that one this year and i hadn't read up on anything and i was like man i just wonder if there's more brad and it turns out there's more brad yeah there's a there's a record and it's uh very close to being done and it's it's beautiful and we're very excited about it we're just kind of trying to figure out the best way to do it and how to and how to fin how to really finish it out and um it's it's not quite ready yet and the and we haven't figured out exactly how it's going to come out but we're we're really working on it and we really really um expect that it's going to be a special record and we, we we've spent some time kind of 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 going back and listening to all these old takes that we had and old songs that um that we recorded and um and some beautiful beautiful sean smith vocals and poetry and uh, performances and um it, it's it's gonna come i don't know when it's gonna come but it's gonna come soon ish i hope well that's what that's what i was kind of wondering you know finding the uh, the sean smith vocals to put on this was this stuff from his personal stash or was it stuff that you all had already sort of done together at demo it was all stuff that we'd recorded together um as band as a band so it's not there's no uh, uh individual vocals that weren't connected to a song it was all sort of demos but then it was kind of going back and being able to kind of go okay you know here's the shape that Sean has. Let's make this little edit here and let's, let's expand harmonically on this, you know, the bridge and maybe we'll put some piano on it and kind of bring out that melody more and uh, turn the guitar off in the front. And actually let's have the drums come in the second verse and, you know, like just making some arrangement choices that really will bring out the song more because none of them were, they were all just kind of demos and, and, I mean that which is very brad because we ended up putting out demos constantly that was our we you know once we recorded something it was very difficult for us to kind of do too much more to it you know because it would always be well let's go back and i like the first rough mix where it just sounded kind of you know and that was kind of our thing so we're trying to stay in that same mode it's none of it's going to be polished you know it's going to sound like brad well, such a special band uh and, and of course sean's voice I, I don't have to be the millionth person to say it but was such an amazing voice on top of that. So I'm quite excited about hearing hearing what's the, what's there on that. And then, so we get back to this one, uh, back into Painted Shield, and I'm, I'm digging into these songs. One of the tracks, Beyond Dead Man's Dream, had made it out last year, I think called Fourth of July, if I remember that one was kind of released a, a yep. little bit early. And suddenly here we are, and that 
there's here's a track that's found a different level is that hitting you all in the same way because with what's happening over on the other side of the world i'm listening to fourth of july going oh wow you know uh, you know i hadn't i hadn't really listened to fourth of july in a while but it, it, in regard i mean i'm just i, I just don't I, the, the level of anxiety and the level of of sort of uh upheaval and um insanity that you know the world is kind of going through right now is just it just feels like relentless and i'm just so i'm so i'm honestly very worried and very sad about so much of this stuff so yeah i mean fuck, man it's, yeah it's a powerful how do you, how song. Do you have a conversation about music and about bombs falling on your you know right your it's like it, there's a complete disconnect you know between what's going on over there and and the rest of the world reading about it in the paper so i don't know where how do how do we stop that i i'm not sure you know not the first time you all been in this position uh just with the songs that you've been connected to but it is it, it is one of the absolute powerful moments on a record that's got several very powerful moments and, and i'll say i'll flip that too in very fun moments uh, i don't want to make it too heavy in in that regard because like um um Oh, I dropped the title. It's the in-flight song uh, with the plane in the sky. Oh yeah, falling, falling, uh, falling out the sky. Oh, uh, talk about total fun. And and here you here we are again talking about Brittany and Mason's voice together. I mean, I think this is the one where they really do like sparring partners, and yeah, it just yeah. hits this is more so back well. And forth. Yeah, yeah. When you talk about getting into album three, are we going to be hearing more of that type of stuff? Do you think? Um, you know, I think that there will be some of that. Um, and, and then more, I think also of sort of the bird's nest kind of, uh, motif where it's really, uh, both their voices just sort of really locked in harmony the whole time where again, it's, it's sort of, it becomes sort of one voice. Um, so we're going to touch it all. The, the next record is, is more out there. It's more sort of, uh, adventurous. It's, it's probably less, even less sort of songwritery in a way and more um just taking these interesting pieces and sort of forming them into songs so um it'll be it'll be fun to have that i think that hopefully that will be done by the end of the year so if, if all goes well and you guys you do get the tour of this at some point right uh yeah we're i think painted shield's gonna play at ohana if all works out so uh that that'll be our I, maybe our debut show um we'll see uh, that's interesting there's a connection here too and that maybe you all have made this connection maybe i'm reaching too far but the similarities when i talked about those first two tracks like live broadcast and what ed put out with earthling and yeah. i thought there's something just in the ether you know did, did yeah. you all make that connection um well as far as what what's the connection i mean what what what's the what, what do you see as the similarities i'm just... seeing you know the live broadcast the way ed opens up his album too with this whole sort of a broadcast type of yeah. thing but there's yeah. the earthling and there's the alien part of this album yeah, yeah. and you know sure. there's just that whole thing just nice coincidence maybe it's complete coincidence and but that's the way art works sometimes is you know things are in the air and everybody is 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 begins to kind of pick up on it so that you know that makes sense to me you gotta you gotta wonder what the the, the psychological part of that's you know the uh yeah because there, there was a part not that long ago and i ended up talking about i think in in more than a few interviews of artists that had started writing about space and this was 2016 2017 2018 and i thought of course we're escaping we just want to get the hell out of this place well yeah but what about 1971 rocket man and uh ground control of major tom and that whole that was a real that was 
that was the first time space became like in popular music like you know david bowie and and elton john maybe elton john was first i can't i, I can't remember which one came out first uh but they were pretty close together yeah elton uh, i think came first because that's why they rushed bowie's outs as a single to kind of or yeah i might be wrong about that but i mean uh, i wonder when starman was i mean so there's some references in the spiders from mars so but you know bowie's bowie was early on that and i don't remember frank sinatra ever singing about <laughs> going in outer space <laughs> Did he have any cowboy songs? Because that would have been the jump. You had the cowboy generation, then you had the right. space generation, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, uh, which generation were you? Were, were, what's uh? Well, I, I, I saw Star Wars when it first came out. So I, I witnessed that freak out, you know, that explosion. And, uh, <laughs> um, you know, going to everyone going to see it five times and lines around the block and that whole thing that's long right. gone. Right. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I, I don't remember. I wasn't really too much of a cowboy. I haven't yeah, that, I feel cowboy. like that would have been a little bit earlier than you. That's yeah. uh, that there. I'm, I'm reaching around here because uh, I know we're getting short on time. And I did mention the other big thing, the announcement as we're talking about touring was that uh, the tour dates from Pearl Jam have finally yes. been announced. This record right here finally, finally gets to be yeah. toured. Yeah, I know. It's exciting. And which means I've got to go back and figure out how to play all those songs again for the third time, you know, because we learned them all and we're kind of ready to go in 2019 or, you know, and then stopped. And then and then we played some shows, just a few. And then I learned them. we learned them all again. And then, you know, that when you're old, it all goes out the window. So next uh, starting next week, I'm I'm starting to figure out how to play Pearl Jam songs again, which I'm so excited. I mean, I'm just it's been so long. I just, you know, I love, I love touring with Pearl Jam and for us to be actually on the road again and playing some consistent shows and kind of just kind of getting back into it. It's like, I didn't know that, you know, I mean, I hope it all still happens. I didn't know that who knows what's going to happen. You know, it's, it's a, we're going to take it one day at a time, but I'm, I'm so excited that we are moving ahead. So. Yeah. I saw my first shows, which two of them were stadium shows. I saw tool and Billy Eilish this past week. Oh, wow. Back to back sold out shows and to be in that room that, you know, is a KFC yum center here in, in Louisville, but to be in that room and just have 20,000 people, you know, it's, that's a feeling that you, you don't think you've forgotten yeah. until you feel it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. What great shows. That's cool. Yeah, nice, uh, different, different crowds, yeah, but, uh, but course, nice back to back but... stuff right there. But, you know, also what a rela uh, interesting relationship to an album that must have given you so far to have, you know, had Gigaton out there now for a couple of years. And, you know, for for a band like you all, these songs come to life on the stage. That's where yeah, they start totally. changing, you know. So, you know, what what is that like? I mean, it's going to be great. I'm so proud of that record. I, I just really loved that process of making that record and how it ended up becoming what it what it was i think it's one of our special records and i'm not worried about it you know in terms of like people ask you know are you sad that you didn't get you know it didn't get the shot or whatever it's like it, with pearl jam it doesn't matter all those songs are in the catalog we're gonna play them and and if 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 people really love a song they're gonna we're gonna know and we're gonna play it for you and you know um so I, I'm just the fact that we've got so many songs and so many Ed has so many stories and so many lyrics that people just connect with and that, you know, I get to be in a band that, you know, kind of helps to animate that, you know, like we get to, you know, 
hit riffs and play parts and 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 sort of drive the energy of that you know of a room and and create something that we've all worked together for so long to make it's just it's incredible it's like such a it's a miracle you know i'll say the one thing that i miss that uh with gigaton i think maybe even with lightning bolt is and this is a the culture across the board um is the lack of b-sides these days i know there's yeah. not the same reason to put those out are there b-sides still like i'm thinking like it's now been like 20 years since you guys put out lost dogs could there be a, another lost dogs in the works at some point it's it, there, <laughs> there there is some b-sides for sure um i think that that sort of we it's important for us to maintain that um irreverence to you know songwriting in terms of like just throwing rough vocals on just taking stabs at stuff trying stuff that's where you kind of can get some more b-sides too um i think we've been a little bit more methodic and methodical in terms of trying to start and finish things so there is songs out there that we haven't finished and and there is some things uh whether they're b-sides or not you know who knows but you know that's funny it's like the b-side record ends up being some of the you know people's favorite records because you didn't screw with it too much you just let it kind of be and and that's one lesson that we've learned from our fans and from being in this band is that it's not about what you think it is probably it's probably something else that makes people like really like be in love with with what's going on and it's it's the it's the alchemy of the whole thing and us being together and trusting each other and and kind of believing in a in that same process of rock and roll which is simple and it doesn't require any scientific knowledge or any special skill set other than just like a belief and and some a little bit of talent and some love for each other and that that kind of generates so i i we're just i, I want to just keep staying in that state of mind where we make looser records and more and are and are quicker in terms of being able to kind of generate um that kind of feeling or that kind of art well when you look back at it too i mean especially considering your all's track record with b-sides you know led better last kiss becoming actually staple hits for you all uh strangest tribe is one of my all-time favorites oh, Fatal yeah, nice. and other side and, and that type of stuff like you know i as a fan of course we live for that stuff you know that's you know getting that stuff is is big I, I will end with one of the obvious questions here the way you talk about working with painted shield the way you all have is that a process that pearl jim could do because now it does you've talked about this many times before you've slowed down on the albums which is totally understandable but could you all work like that we all we we all i mean we do already in a sense i mean i think that we have more opportunities to be in the studio together painted shield spread out and you know everyone in painted shield lives in different parts of the country and it's it requires money to get everybody together and like, you know, so we don't want to spend a bunch of money that puts pressure on the record to have to make a bunch of money. So, but, you know, Pearl Jam is, we constantly are asking, uh, what is another process? How is it that we can, you know, do something new? What's the, what's the next, you know, step? I know just speaking with Jeff the other day, it was just like, we're just like, we're talking about trying different sort of formations of how to how to generate song ideas and and particularly ones that are like you know um that move us um that move us in a in a new in a in a in a cool direction or in a direction that you know that makes people go ah you know like how, how do you do that so um we're always pushing that still to this day well, that's what I, I mean. I know you've got a tour of this record and everything, but with it two years old, that's what I started wondering. Like, 
does it become to the point where you're like, okay, well, we've got to start talking about the next record at this point. Oh, yeah. Could we do oh, it yeah, like no. that? Yeah. Yeah. And we've recorded some songs. We're, we're, we're on our way. You know, we're making music. Look at you. More Pearl Jam, a third album from Painted Shield, and, you know, that's everything, and, and Brad and everything else. Uh, Stone, you know I love what you do. I'm such a huge fan. I hope you continue doing it for a million years. Kyle, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. And uh, I could only wish everyone, every DJ was like you. That'd be, we'd really be, <laughs> Blue Screw would be on the map right now. We're going to make you Thank famous, you buddy. We're going to make you famous. Yeah, uh, I love I'll it. Be, I'll be seeing it. you guys Thank at the you. Nashville show later this year as well. I saw that on the uh, the dates okay, that's great. right down the road, so can't wait. Okay, make sure you get a hold of me. I'll come out and find you. Absolutely, buddy. Thank you so much. We'll see you around. All right. Thank you. And my thanks to Stone Gossard, Painted Shield 2. That's what you're going to look out for, as well as Pearl Jam on tour this year. Looks like it's happening. Uh, Further on, if you want to hear more interviews that I've had with Stone Gossard over the years, uh, I did talk, of course, with uh, with Stone and Mason when they were promoting uh, Painted Shield on the first round. And in that episode, I've included all my previous interviews with uh, Stone Gossard as well. I think it's an hour-long file. I'm not going to re-include them here. You can uh, do a little searching. Kyle Meredith with Stone Gossard. You can find that any places that you get your podcast from. And while you're there, go ahead and hit that subscribe button to keep up with all the interviews that I put out every single week. New ones every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Three interviews a week to keep up with your favorite artist and discover some new ones as well. Again, iTunes and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast, Podchaser, NPR, YouTube for the video versions, anywhere you get your podcast from. Subscribe to Kyle Meredith with. Afterward, head over to WFPK.org, where I do a show Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern, an hour full of song premieres, music news, anniversary spins, bonus interviews, Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern at WFPK.org. Consequence has your music and film news. You can also find me on the social media spots, uh, mostly on Twitter, also occasionally on Facebook and Instagram, all three of them, at Kyle Meredith. I do hope you like and follow along. That does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. They're not that great, but man, they are right on time. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. Hey there, it's Kyle Meredith from Kyle Meredith With. After you check out the latest episode of my show, uh, be sure to check out some of our other great programs on the Consequence Podcast Network, including Standing BTS, a bi-weekly podcast covering all things BTS and ARMY, and The Opus, Consequence's original documentary podcast exploring legendary albums and their lasting legacies. So head to Consequence.net to listen to these podcasts and many great others. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.